Coming up, Eileen Morales from Georgia Tech Softball joins us from Durham, North Carolina, where they just finished their bus trip up there for their weekend series against Duke. Before we get into that, I want to shout out to Section 103 and all their amazing work they do to provide the Georgia Tech fan base uh, some lovely, lovely uh, merch and Brent Key-related merch and Junior's Grill-related merch. Um, and they always take an input for what the next stuff's going to be. So if you ever buy one of their things online, um, they do free shipping for orders over 70 bucks all the time, regardless of what day it is. Um, and you can vote on the next shirt. So if you're ever in the market for some new Georgia Tech gear, definitely check them out. And so without further ado, let's head into the interview. Oh, and one note before we get there, um, we did record this over the phone through, like, you know, computer speakers and, you know, pretty normal gear here, not, a, not our usual microphones that we have handy for the studio recordings if you want to call it so uh, maybe turn down your dial or your volume on whatever device you're listening on before getting not getting there so i'll give you a few seconds to adjust let's just uh, can we rip the band-aid off from last night and acknowledge that i, I guess last night probably wasn't your favorite day uh, of the season i'd have to guess against alabama state yeah i mean i think that definitely was a disappointing loss i don't think there's really any other way around it um, you know, at that point in the year that, that we need to play at a better level. So, I mean, that, yeah, <laughs> disappointing is probably the best way to say it. Yeah. Were you hoping to have Sophia Voiles just carry some innings there to just take some of the load off of Blake so you didn't have to throw her that night? Yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, from a matchup standpoint, I think that, you know, the lineup we put on the field was uh, a good matchup for the opponent we were facing and, you know, so, at the end of the day, you know, you want to put people in position to be successful, to get innings, to get, you know, some confidence. And, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that wasn't kind of the outcome we got. But, you know, uh, credit to Blades for coming in and competing. And, and also, Chandler came in through some great innings. Yep. You know, it wasn't, obviously, the outcome that any any of us set up and hoped for in that setting. Have you been hoping to use Sophia more this season? Or is she at the innings amount that you maybe would have expected at this point? You know, she's thrown some great innings for us um, and, and against some quality opponents, you know, and, and, and I think that kind of the way the game is at this point, you're not going to really beat anybody with just one arm for seven innings. Yeah. The offenses are, are too good. And so, you know, she has been effective when her changeup is on. She's extremely effective. She probably has the best spin rate of all of our pitchers. So, hmm. uh, yeah, I think that the, the key there is, you know, she's got a, got a freshman. She's the sophomore from an experience standpoint, so getting her and trusting her in, in some pivotal games and pivotal series this season, um, you know, we have confidence in, in her, her skill set and to be able to match her appropriately, you know, um, with, with you know, the rest of our staff. So, yeah, so yeah definitely was, was one of those things because she's had some she's had some pretty stressful starts, to, to be honest, like yeah. hard against a tough, tough opponent. So, you know, um, again, trying to, you know, uh, match people up, I think, appropriately and stuff and you know but at the end of the day uh they're the ones in in control of you know pitching the ball hitting the ball making the plays so yeah you just you know but i think that maybe that was a lot of character for her um for whatever reason but you know we, we definitely have yeah, and you, and you mentioned the, the. I mean, the schedule's been brutal. We've when we've looked at it this year, and at least with me and Jake and Akshay, we've looked at it or how we've tried to study it. It's like it seems like. I mean, you're playing the top four teams doesn't really help in terms of keeping the schedule easier, so to say. Um, but at the same time, y'all are winning a lot of games, especially when not playing those teams. Do you feel like the records, your rec, y'all's record, is reflective of 
how well you've played this year? Um, or is, is there some wiggle room where there's some games you want back or do you feel like you've, that you've given away? I, I mean, in, in full disclosure, I think there's definitely some games that we, we, we probably should have came out on top. Yeah. And so um, do I think that uh, from a scheduling standpoint, I think it's the AC strength of the schedule in the country. Um, and I think there was a stretch there where 12 games were, uh, were no, there was no, uh, Does it feel like at any point you like you're about to break out into another level this year, but it just hasn't come yet? Do you think there's a, a, a little bit more y'all have? I mean, Duke's probably a great opponent to maybe get that as well, considering any win now is a big, a very welcome sign. Yeah, I think that um, you know, there, there's definitely a piece there with you know, and, and I've, I've felt this all year. Like I believe we can compete with anybody. You know, I I don't think that. Um, but, but we have to put it all together. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you got to have two phases, at least firing. Like, you got to have either, you know, your pitching and some timely hitting, right? Or, you know, we've got to have two of those three aspects, mm-hmm. you know, going to be able to, you know, pull out some wins against ranked opponents. And so I think Duke definitely is a, you know, a team we're familiar with. You know, we played them three, four times last year. Yeah. And, you know, they're different, but we have a, a good bit of familiarity with them. And so, um, you know, great opportunity against a great opponent to just, you know, lay it all out there and, and, and see, you know, what we can do when we're not pressing. Mm-hmm. Have, I know the lineups changed here and there throughout the year and like recenter hasn't gotten as much time as she got at the beginning. Is How have you approached changing the lineups game by, is it like a game by game thing for you? Is it weekend by weekend? What, what, what what's your thought process when you, when you're making the, the, the 10 people? Yeah, I think that there's, um, that's been a constant theme and question I think that I get, which, um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think about it. Like when we talk with players, you know, we talk with them about these are the spots, like mm-hmm. this is the kind of, this range is where you could be batting in the lineup. And, you know, I don't necessarily expect them to be attached to it, but there's been injuries and there's been a lot of like people in and out that have kind of not allowed for there to be a consistent lineup yeah. week in and week out. And so, you know, part of all that, Stuff bouncing around is a result of that of people being in and out of the lineup, of, of, of having to you know adjust hitters who are consistent, who are good matchups versus mm-hmm. opposing pitchers, and and trying to put the best defense on the field um, as well that, that can put up a good bit of runs. So um, yeah, it's definitely been challenging from a standpoint of like uh, you know can we you know trying to put again the most bats out there that can you know steal some outs for us on defense as well so i yeah. think that that's just been you know piecing it together and you know emma cow's been a, a three-year starter for us behind the plate and she does a great job of managing the pitchers and you know sometimes that 
um, what comes with that experience is, you know, maybe doesn't always show up on a, on a stat sheet. Yeah. But that familiarity with the pitching staff is huge, too, and that com- comfortability is huge, too. And so Reese has done a great job, and, and she's contributed in a ton of ways. And she's, you know, as she's maturing as a freshman, you know, those, those matchups matter offensively as well. So those, those are pieces of it. Yeah. What um. What from this? Is there anything in spe- specifically that you're hoping to see this weekend with any player, or just what is there? Is, is do, you, do you have a key? For, do you have a key for yourself of like if we get? I mean, maybe you said you gotta have the pitching, gotta have the hitting, gotta have the defense at the same time. But is is there a specific point you've been pushing with the players to like? All right, let's get let's focus on this more than anything. You know, we, we've we've preached this a lot of the season, and you know, um, offensively, you know, our um, our run. Our run and our run batters advances, so RBA, mm-hmm. like being above fifty percent. Anytime you're up in that range, that sixty percent range, you're usually winning ball games. So, you know, getting runners on base and actually advancing them productive at bats would yeah. be, I guess, what you're what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then from the pitching side, I mean, we've got to limit the free passes, and that's been what's plagued us most of the year. Yeah. You know, limiting the free the free bases because that again makes it a lot more challenging on defense when there's runners on base and it just it, it just amplifies balls and plays and, and, and then everything becomes you know uh more decisions are having to be made the more runners that are on base yeah so, you know I, I think that key things limit the free passes and and be productive with our at-bats you know it doesn't have to always be a home run like we love home runs but you know if you're getting out like be a productive at-bat yeah. advance a runner you know things like that you know get play good team couple mm-hmm Having having pitched, I can I can definitely say that seeing seeing runners advance definitely was infuriating and giving them up on my own. So that that rings that rings true to me. Um, was uh, was Jin Saleo's home run in pit like? Uh, how did everyone feel about that? That was that's been my favorite moment of the year was seeing that ball go out. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, you know, she's been you know working and you know been been battling and just to see her have that competitive at bat and come up come up big with with that swing was, was fun. And I mean, Ella as well had some, had a, a big swing for us, I think earlier in that yeah. weekend. So yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see that, you know, you hope that that can give somebody a little bit of a spark and, and a little bit of confidence to roll into their other at-bats as they move down this last, you know, last two conference series. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, definitely was, it was, was cool to see and the smile on our face was awesome. Does um does the does I saw y'all gonna have a, gonna have a double header tomorrow. Um, does that change your planning at all? Does that how how does that affect you when you have to change from a three day a th- effective three day yeah. series to a two day series? It's definitely. I mean, I think both sides at this point in the year, nobody really wants to play a double header. Yeah, you're you're kind of trying to you know you get to, towards the end of the regular season and you're wanting to you know save your arms and and. and Again, those are just long days, but mm-hmm. uh, it definitely affects strategy. You know, you're you're trying to figure out, you know, how to match up what pitcher versus what, where it's a little harder when it's two in the same day, and, and a lot of the times you're going to see all the arms just because of the nature of that, yeah. the length and the amount of innings. So, you know, we're we're not strangers to that. We've unfortunately, I think almost probably five of our four of our six series at this point. I think we played a doubleheader in so. Uh, we're kind of just like, okay, this is, or maybe it's three of the six, so half of them we've played a doubleheader. It's still a lot, like, yeah. You know, it's a lot. And, and again, though, it's weather's been a challenge or something we've faced all year, but both teams have to deal with it. Mm, so, you know, yeah. you, you, you just got to navigate it. And, you know, again, I think it, it just creates a different um, competitive setting when you know you're coming out of field for 14 and, and you you got to manage your pitching staff appropriately. Yeah. 
I know I was looking at the standings before we got on the phone, um, and I know y'all finished with North Carolina next weekend, and then there's there's a non-zero shot. Y'all end up playing them in the first game in the ACC tournament as well, three days after that series, assuming it finishes on Sunday. Um, does that are you even looking ahead to the ACC tournament now at this point with the kind of narrower range of who you might play? Is that even in the in your head right no, now? Yeah, no, I mean at this point, truthfully, it's just you know day to day, just you know trying to you know be present as much mm-hmm. as possible and. And, you know, and, and we can't think that far ahead, you know. And yeah. Obviously, you look, but it's like that can't be too much of a distraction or too much takes away from what you're currently focusing on. So it's like, you know, when I'm pit, we're worried about pit. When, you know, when, when we're here, we're, we're all in on Duke. And, and so yeah. I think that, yeah, those things might come into play. But, you know, you, you're you not guaranteed any of that. you got to worry about the task at hand and, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. I didn't want to hold you hold, hold you for too long because I know y'all are on the road. So thanks a ton for uh, hopping right. on. I I really appreciate it. I know I know we tried to work stuff out last week or two weeks ago, so I apologize for us not. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Get together sooner. Um, but we do just so you know, Jack. We appreciate the support. And we appreciate the coverage. I know um, you know any any uh, stuff that y'all do to promote the program means a ton. So just want to say thank you. It is our pleasure. I'm always glad to be at the games when I can be out there. So yeah, definitely. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, Eileen. All right. Back on the microphone. Um, I didn't want to leave just there because um, the stats are they are kind of interesting if you want if you dive into this kind of stuff. Um, their totals of their opponents in terms, of, in terms of offense and what in terms of how they're outputting and what they're and what opponents are doing are remarkably similar. Um, they have more hits. They have 304 hits this year to 267 of their opponents. But they have 15 fewer home runs, only eight more RBIs, only nine more total bases. Um, slugging's up nine points. Average is up 13 points compared to opponents. So that's nice. Um, they strike out far fewer than their opponents do, and they've scored more. Uh, but I mean, they are sitting at a 24 and 21 record. So like, they've had some big blowouts. They've been blown out before. Um, compared to last year, losing Trisha Awald has has been actually a, a pretty big decrease in terms of on-base percentage, just single-handedly. The team was on base. They had a 395 on-base percentage last year. Patricia Awalt, Awalt had 52 walks that year, too. She had a 568 OBP. Um, and this year, the team's OBP is 368. So it's gone down 27 points, somewhere in there, if my mental math's correct. Um, so, I mean, you, you heard Eileen mention um, base, base advance percentage, so just getting people on and moving them. Just getting on base is that's kind of the way to do it. If you're going to move them, you're going to have, you have your sacrifices and whatnot. The team this year has 27 sacrifices this year. Um, last year they finished with 30. Um, so it it's uh, it's it's a curious case of just the team being really close to their opponents. I mean they're 12 and 14 at home, nine and six away, six and 12 in the ACC. But as we mentioned, the schedule has been brutal, having played the top four teams in the in the conference um, in full series. So it's it, it's 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 rough in its own ways, and in some ways they also got, you got to win the games. You got to play the games, and you got to win them. So um, notably, just in the pitching, Chandler Dennis is sporting a 3.67 ERA last year. She had a 2.93. Blake had a 2.51 last year, and this year she has a 3.73. So I didn't want to mention that just because it seemed like things were already rough enough after the Alabama State loss yesterday. But um, it. The ERAs are it, the pitching isn't isn't as great. That's just it's just simple as that. Um, I don't necessarily want to assume that that's the reason why they're losing because they've had some close games that they've lost that would put them in a different spot. 
Um, but losing to Alabama State last night was, uh, in a lot of ways, a not it was it wasn't good. It it just simply was not good. They were somewhere near two thirty or below in RPI and Tech somewhere in the fifty fifty to sixty range. Um, and so we'll see. I, I I don't have a subscription to D one softball, so I haven't seen their most recent uh top sixty four make the tournament predictions. Um, but I losing that game definitely did not help in any way, shape, or form. So uh, we'll see how this goes. They they play Duke twice tomorrow or today when this comes out. Um. And then they, I assume, I think they're, I think the forecast has rain on Saturday, so then they'll finish on Sunday. And then they host North Carolina, that North Carolina series, um, which is also Taylor Swift weekend in Atlanta, so just be aware of the traffic. Um, uh, those are the last three games in Newborn Field this year, so that if you want to come out and see them play, that is your last chance before next February, when I assume Buzz Classic will happen again, and we'll host some teams from all over the Eastern Seaboard, so... Um, that's all we got for today. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we want to put this out now just because we will not be recording until next Tuesday um, with how me and Jake and Akshay's schedule sign up. So our next episode will be dropping on Wednesday. That is April 2030. I don't know. What is it? April 26th. All right, April 26th. That the Braves play the Marlins that night. Cool. All right. Well, there you all go. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, y'all. I don't have – I don't. I forget Jake's normal outro. But anyways, um, go Jackets. Have a good time, y'all.